like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. How are you doing, Heather? I'm fine, Jeff, but I've been feeling kind of grumpy this week. Oh, no. How come? Oh, no. No good reason. You know, those are the best kinds of grumps. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad it's not my fault. I know. It's, if you had a three-year-old, you know, all you have to do is feed them lots of peanut butter and bananas and give them a nap and a few other things like that, and then the grumps go away. But sometimes adults are a little more tricky. You know, you can feed us bananas, but it doesn't work the same. So what have you been doing about it? Just enjoying it, or are you trying to figure out how to overcome it, or what's the, what's the go-to reaction when, when Heather Shoemaker feels grumpy? Well, you know, I think that's something that we all need to think about because if you live, um, unless you're living in a private cave, usually your mood will impact whoever's around you. So um, it's it's like the, the grump virus <laughs> can spread. You know, the old comic of, you know, the, the mom is mad, so she yells at the dad who yells at the oldest kid who yells at the next youngest kid who finally ends up yelling at the dog, that kind of thing. So we want to prevent that. And one thing, but we also want to be genuine about our emotions with our kids because kids really, I think there's one aspect of of parent moods is if you're always putting on a happy face, well, that's pretty fake. And kids pick up fake and they also learn that you're, you know, you say you can have every emotion, but if you're hiding your own feelings, well, that's a pretty double standard right there. Yeah, when I when I do caregiver self-care uh, sessions, I talk about this. You know, we put on that happy face mask sometimes where we're just going to we're going to put on the fake smile and pretend everything's okay and and try to trick the world. But children are incredibly good at seeing through those masks because reading us, I mean, their whole their welfare depends on being able to read their adults and so they get they get very attuned uh, to seeing through those things, and so putting putting on the masks isn't a isn't a real good way to to address the situation. Right. So I think it's just with any kind of mood you have, or anything that hits you. If you're if you're grieving something, or if you had a bad day at work, or whatever it is, you don't have to completely share every moment of it with the people that you live with. But to just be upfront and say, you know what, today I'm really exhausted. As long as it's not every day, you know, today I'm really exhausted, and da 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 da, and just say something. Um, usually the kids in my vicinity will vanish. <laughs> 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 they hear an honest 
statement about, hmm, not, she's not in the best of mood. They just get out of there, uh, which is exactly, of course, what I need. Now, that's, that I don't, I don't currently have a three-year-old at home. So a three-year-old may not be quite um, <laughs> the same. Sometimes a young child's reaction to you being honest about what kind of mood or day at work you had is they, wanna, they may want to reassure themselves that, that you still love them and will take care of them no matter what kind of mood you're in. So they might get more in your lap or more wanting attention um, just to check that out and, and um, test the waters. Yeah, they, 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 haven't, they haven't learned to, to run for cover yet. <laughs> run for cover, mom's in a bad mood. No, but I think that's important that, you know, even if, um, you know, this is a sign of being a grown-up that you can have whatever mood comes your way, but while being honest about it, you don't inflict its worstness on everybody around you. Do you like that word, worstness? Yeah. Um, so that you still have that level of what I call parenting control, that you just you can re that you're still present enough that you can reassure the young people around you and say, you know what, um, I am feeling grumpy and tired, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to be with you or that I can't um, take care of you or that I can't make your sandwich or that I can't read you a story or something. You know, so let them know that you know you're still there for them. That this, just because your feelings are changing doesn't mean that um, your love and care for them is going to change. They sometimes just need that spelled out. Yeah, yeah, and I think we as the adults have to have in our our tool belt some go-to method when we feel that mood coming on to adjust things or pull ourselves out of it so that we're we're inflicting it less on others. I had I hadn't thought about this when we started recording, but I had one of these experiences the other day. I had uh, I was in the shop working on something and I had a bad plywood experience. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the lumber yard I shop at has uh, changed brands of plywood, and it's not the quality it used to be. And so something just didn't work out. And I'd put an hour and a half into a project that I was e- essentially going to have to scrap, and was grouchy, and didn't want to take it out on Tasha or the dogs. And so I put my earbuds in. And went for an extra walk that afternoon to just kind of, maybe that's kind of a dude thing. I don't know. Just try to walk it off. Oh, no, that is so sensible. But it totally Um, worked, too. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's the number one go-to, if you can. Now, granted, you may be laid up with your... Uh, legs and crutches and you know and nobody and and someone else in the family took the car and you have no way to to even leave your front door but if you can do do some sort of physical motion that's yeah. absolute best go for a walk weed the garden scrub the <laughs> scrub the bathtub if you have to do something physical um, and that will get your energy out shoot baskets um, that's the best thing. It doesn't hurt anybody. It helps your health and it totally helps your mood. Um, so that that's a wonderful go-to thing to do. And teach your kids that. I've taught my kids to take walks or to go outside. Well, sometimes I will forcibly put them outside if they really need to be out. <laughs> but now they've learned to go out on their own. Um, and my oldest son will just say, I'm going for a walk. And then he'll be gone for an hour and come back and he's totally different mood. So it's a coping skill we can teach to um, the kids in our lives as well as using it ourselves. Yeah, and yeah. usually when I need a walk, unless I'm home by myself, uh-huh. I will announce to other people, hey, I need to change my mood around. I'm going for a walk because that's modeling also. 
instead of just storming off, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you explain what you're doing. Yeah. And, and for me, I found that it, it's actually kind of a preventative. So a year and a half ago now, I decided to need to get away from the desk and start walking more. And, and so 2019, I averaged eight miles a day. And one of the benefits that I noticed is the things that used to get under my skin and turn me into grouchy Jeff for whatever reason, a piece of plywood or whatever it was, didn't as much. And I, I really attribute it to just being up and moving more. And so I think if you find yourself sinking into those moods more frequently than you'd like to, um, some sort of physical activity can be kind of a preventative for you. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, strap the kids into whatever conveyance you have to, a wagon, a wheelbarrow, dog sled. <laughs> if you have to take them with you, you know, dog sled. Um, because sometimes you have to continue to care for these young people who are depending on you, even when you have to get out and move. So find a way to tote them along um, and still give yourself a good workout in some way. Or you can plop them um, outside, <laughs> maybe they can walk or they can't, and then you can run in circles around them, whatever you have to do, so you're still taking care of them, but you're getting your physical needs met. Yeah, and that, that can be rough, too, for parents, because sometimes they are, those young children are what you need to get away from most. Oh, usually, and, <laughs> yes. And then you can't do that. I, I remember when our kids yeah. were were young, Tasha would have that I mean, I just need to be away once in a while. And she would, I mean, she would get in the truck and turn on an 80 station and go for a drive. And, and uh, daddy got, got, uh, got full custody for an hour while mom blew off steam away from all of us because that's what she needed. And so if you've got somebody that can tag team with you in those situations, that's also a a good way to do yeah. it. Yeah, and that's always easy if you can do a handoff. But many times we're stuck without having yeah. someone at that moment to yeah, hand exactly. off. So um, one piece of advice my mother always told me was, you know, if if you need to get away, even for just a few minutes, just go into a like the bathroom and shut the door. Mm-hmm. Get yourself away. If you think you're going to be too angry and take it out on your little one, you know, get your remove yourself and shut the door do your deep breathing, whatever it is that you think can calm you, and come back. They will survive for that five minutes that you're not right with them. This is for the really little ones. If you have to be constantly with them, it's still okay if you remove yourself. It's better for them if you remove yourself, shut the door, and come back in just five minutes later. And I I think we got to touch on here, too. If you find yourself feeling that way more than once in a while – it, I mean, there is a point where it's time to reach out for for some more serious help. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean that's well, I mean, yeah. that's something that we that that you know it depends who's listening and what you're hearing and what's going on in your life right now. But we're talking about your normal plywood <laughs> grouchiness yeah. or your normal you know a normal human swings of mood and. Ev- and more extreme than that is also normal, but it may mean that you need some extra help. Yeah, yeah. I thought we should just maybe maybe touch on that before we before we wrap this one up. Any other any other thoughts on this topic before we we, we call it a we call it an episode, Heather? 
No, but I, I think the the only thing is that we, we do train our kids to teach them that feelings come and go. And sometimes we even forget that as adults, that, okay, I'm not going to feel like this forever. And especially if you inject some exercise or a change of setting, um, and then you realize, oh, that mood's gone. I'm in a new one now. You know, sometimes just like a, a four-year-old, we forget that I won't feel like this forever. So do a little something to change it. And yeah, yeah we're we feeling we, fine. We, we can. And by the way, I was only grouchy for a very short time this week. Oh, well, I'm feeling fine now. Well, <laughs> feelings come and go. <laughs> <laughs> I've almost got over the plywood thing that happened two days ago. Um, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still no resentment. No, I'm still working yeah. through it. Um, hey, this has been the Renegade Rules Podcast. If you need more Heather, you can find her at heathershoemaker.com. If you need more me, you, there's all kinds of podcasts. I'm on way too many podcasts. And uh, you can go to playvolutionhq.com to find those and other stuff that I'm putting together. We will be back soon with another episode. If you like the show, share it with a friend. If you don't like, a sh- like the show, share it with like an enemy because then they'll listen and we'll get another download and that'll be good too. So, um, we, we like those clicks. Um, back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.